A ranger's view. March. March is the time when the sap starts to rise in the trees and the flowers. And you'll start to see the leaves emerging. And the landscape will change from greys and browns to lovely shades of green. You may even see the odd sprinkle of white, which will be the blackthorn blossom. The Vikings knew this period as Lent, and it was a time of enforced fasting. The food provisions were dwindling very low, and so they had to uh, literally spread out the food that they were eating. Now, the Christian church adopted this, and they also changed the name. So we now know, as we're coming up to Easter, this period is known as Lent. Farming the Downs. The farmers this month will be out there busy, especially if it's very cold. Uh, they'll be breaking the ice on the water troughs, giving uh, extra nutrients in the forms of salt licks to their animals and livestock. And also they'll be spreading hay out in the fields. And one of the things you will notice is that they will be spreading the hay in different places each day. And this does two things. One, it stops the ground poaching but also it enables that uh, the farmer doesn't lose all his hay in one uh, foul swoop and get all wet and horrible. And it will uh, ensure that uh, the hay will stay dry, or drier, and the animals eat the food that they've been given. Now, from a conservation point of view, we'd like to see the farmers refrain from cutting those hedges back um, after mid-March. Now, the reason for that is because the birds will start nesting at this time. So if they can stop doing that, that will help the birds nesting. Also, if they can refrain from spraying along the field edges and along hedgerows, uh, again, from after sort of mid-March, because this will allow some of the plants on the edges to, to start to blossom, and also uh, it will allow the predator insects like the ladybird to survive and this will be beneficial not only to wildlife but beneficial to the farmer because the ladybirds will feed on aphids which will feed on his crops later on in the year up on high up on the downs you may be lucky to come across the mad march hare this is the traditional time of the year when you'll see hares jumping around and boxing. It's their mating period and so they get very very excited and it's well worth keeping an eye out for them. Also up on the downs another unusual beast that you may come across on chalk grassland is the bloody-nosed beetle. Now it has an amazing defensive system in that it discharges blood from every orifice which is very off-putting to predators. Um, they come in they think oh nice juicy beetle to eat and then suddenly there's blood everywhere and it's very off-putting and so they are deterred and they move off and leave the beetle to live another day. Now March is a good time to look out for some of those flowers that are very um, overlooked I suppose uh, like the yew tree which grows commonly up on the downs. Now look out for the little small yellow flowers and they grow on the male yew trees and if you look out for the little green flowered ones, then they grow on the female trees. And a good place to see this and to 
had that comparison, is Kingley Vale, which is just northwest of Chichester. So it's well worth having a look out for that comparison. There's also a smaller tree, which again is evergreen, like the yew tree, but it's the box tree. Now it doesn't actually grow to any great size usually, but again, it has little yellow flowers, which are male, and little green flowers, which are female. But instead of growing on separate trees, it all grows on the same bush, or tree, and this helps it self-pollinate. Um, the insects are much closer so that they can pollinate vice versa the, the flowers. Now this isn't the only way the plant can uh, self-generate. It can actually grow its branches quite long, they'll drop down into the ground and it, it's a form called layering and it will root. Now <clears throat> sometimes this tree can grow to 30 feet high and places to go and look for it are places like Box Hill which is named after such a tree um, up in Surrey. But of course it does actually get its name for one particular reason. Its timber is extremely hard and the carpenters and um, craftspeople used to use it because it was very good for engraving and they used it for mathematical instruments like set squares and rulers, uh, chess pieces and of course it was made into boxes, hence its name. Exploring the Woodland If you're out exploring the woodland this month, look out for the wild daffodils. Hopefully you'll find them in what we call semi-ancient woodland, which is woodland that's about 400 years or more and hasn't been really disturbed or added much to. And you'll see these wonderful flowers starting to appear. However, in the past they used to be found not only in woodland but in throughout all our meadows, but sadly most meadows have been drained of their water and things like that and we seem to have lost a lot of these daffodils so they're stuck now in some of these older woodlands in the countryside. Also of course one of the things that uh, destroyed these plants was the fact that uh, they're very sought after at this time of the year and they're picked. Um, however today there are many cultivated varieties and so it's uh, well it's, it would be better to just go out and pick cultivated varieties rather than the wild variety which by the way um, is protected it's against the law to go and pick wildflowers but another thing to be aware of at this time of the year are that the female vixen foxes will be underground and they will be giving birth to their little baby cubs whereas the badgers their young cubs will be coming to the surface for the very first time out on the heathlands Out on our heaths, you may hear or you may see birds like the stone chat and the Dartford warbler, and they will be forming their territories and looking for nest sites and pairing up. Whereas if you look down more on the ground, you may find on some of the grassier areas uh, a small hairy-like grass. And at this time of the year, it comes out into flower, just as it's coming up to Easter. And it's known as the field woodrush or its other name, is Good Friday grass. Things at last are starting to come alive in our meadows, and you will start to see the odd grass coming out, and lots of varieties of flower, especially lots of dandelions at this time of the year. However, on the edges you may come across a very bright yellow flower with a heart-shaped leaf. 
and this is known as the Lesser Celandine. And William Wordsworth, the poet, uh, said of it that it was as bright as the sun itself. And in ancient times, this plant was sought after, collected, and they squeezed it to get the juice from it. And this juice was a very good source of relieving those suffering from piles. So those in the Saxon days, um, they actually know, knew the plant as pilewort. In the valleys. In our wetter areas, the waterfowl will be starting to form their territories too, and building nests. And also, if you're lucky, if you wander into some of the wetter woodland on the edges of some of these ponds and river, side, river areas, then you may come across a very strange but very bright red cup-shaped fungus. And this is known as the scarlet elf cup. It's not a common plant, but it's this time of the year you should be out there looking for it. And you'll find it growing on submerged pieces of rotting wood. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Don't forget, towards the end of this month, the 21st, the clocks change, so everything gets much, much lighter and a lot longer. So that's good news. And next month, we traditionally associate it with rain showers. So let's look forward to the April showers. A Ranger's View is an Ordemus production for the South Downs Joint Committee.